Buongiorno, Aulongon, Monday morning. We're recording live from Glendale, California, unedited, uncut, in the same room, TJ's home office. I got my iced whole milk matcha. I have my cup of water, thanks to Palms Tennis. Chris is drinking some handmade pour-over coffee from me. We're off to a good start. So far, so good. Luckily, I made it to church this morning, so I'm feeling pretty centered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Christ is becoming a trending topic right now. Have you seen this? I have seen it. Well, it's the it's almost we're in Jesus season is approaching. Jesus season. Jesus that, season. That does that imply that it's something that comes around sick annually? Of course not. Sick, if you, if okay. you really keep the Lord in your heart, no. But the you know, I think that the greater culture Christmas is considered Jesus season. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? So I'm, I saw a tree, uh, one of those modern churches in Hollywood had put up a big tree today. It mm-hmm. was made out of an unidentified piece of wood, like pieces of wood, <laughs> like a mosaic. It was mosaic. Driftwood. It, it was no, it was mosaic church and it could have been a driftwood painted white, which is <laughs> kind of a metaphor for keeping yeah. the minorities out of the Christian church. Yeah, well, and, well, as it pertains to certain areas of Los Angeles, as it pertains to certain areas of Los Angeles, this this location might not be for all of y'all. That's it's not for all y'all. No, we we take <laughs> we take all of God's children, unless you're not white, then we're not going to take you. We will. Of course, we, we're not monsters. How many followers do you have on TikTok? <laughs> and then we're really. Just I see <laughs> you're wearing that new hair and Preston fit. How many followers do you have? Because it's worth talking you about. You have to be verified on TikTok to be verified in the heart of the Lord. That's, if you choose to to repent your sins at this specific location this new modern christianity is exactly why i'm able to participate because before it was just about like being a good person and like tithing and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and now it's just about followers and that's something i can kind of relate to and care about i mean the the church has been dealing with followers for decades Mm -hmm. so it, it it's kind of a a seamless fit that's a really good point jason i didn't think about it that way yeah that location for listeners at home who don't know right in hollywood like on hollywood and la brea sort of right in the thick mm-hmm. of you know the strip is it, it fashion fans know it as the location of gucci's most recent fashion show of course yes when they, they shut down hollywood boulevard teaching kieran culkin's brother macaulay <laughs> I didn't know Kieran had a brother, actually, so it was pretty cool to see him on the red carpet. Isn't it cool that he's more famous than Macaulay now? Yeah, I mean, Macaulay Culkin also looks... I just don't even understand that. He looked like a fucking accountant from, from Wichita, like, in well, a Hawaiian what shirt. what do to look like? Because before, like, after, like, in the last 10, 20 years, he was sort of like like a like a Brooklyn warehouse. I mean, he was literally on heroin guy. hanging out with Adam Green, so this is definitely an improvement. But I Adam just... Green. I just don't... The way that these fashion houses are just like, we're going to try to make everyone that's ever been famous relevant again, and that's the shtick, is a little bit like, yeah. I mean, he's got nothing going on. He's rich. I'm sure he's like, yeah, I'll do it. It's fun for him. Mm-hmm. But I just don't. I'm like, why? What? What? Like, he has nothing going on. Because you have to have a social media OMG moment. And a moment, exactly. You and that's what it was. You have to have a what in the what? Yeah. Gucci, Gucci said what? Yeah, no. I mean, I... I, I should have yeah. had Fauci. <sighs> Fucking! I just saw. I just saw that they they almost had it, but the guy notoriously can't walk. It was it's a Zoolander situation. Oh, he just doesn't have the skill set. Cool. Well, because Fauci, his camp is like he doesn't audition, and then they're like, yeah, but it's Gucci, and then they he did the walk, and he just couldn't. He's got Alessandro. Al- Alessandro was like, I don't care if this guy save <laughs> the world from COVID. <laughs> Ugly. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I think that the... <laughs> he walked like a donkey. <laughs> it's bullshit. This is... This man bow-legged. Get him out of here. <laughs> no, I think that the... Uh, I think I saw that the Daily had an episode of, like, Fauci stuff the other day, and I was like, are these motherfuckers still talking about Fauci? Fauci stuff. They, they're running out of shit to talk about. Well, there is nothing else to talk about, because we're, we're in the... You know when you're watching a soccer match, football? Yes. And then you're like, okay, the the soccer match is over. It's like, okay, this thing is 90 minutes long. Uh-huh. And then 90 minutes passes and everyone's still playing soccer. And if, if you know the sport, then you know that you're in overage time, which yeah. is like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the delay of games and the penalties, you get an extra 10 minutes or sure. something like that. That's kind of what we're in with COVID now where it's yeah, like, we're in overtime. okay, COVID, COVID's kind of over. <laughs> And like I'm ready to like start walking to my car. There's gonna be a lot of traffic getting out of here. I'm just gonna go ahead. But then everyone else is like, COVID's still going on. Like we'll go to a restaurant and we'll we'll still get a lecture about you have to wear your mask. Oh when you God! Go to the Last night that fucking shrill woman being like, so we're gonna need you to wear a mask in all areas of the restaurant when you're not eating or drinking. It's like, do you not think? That we know what the fucking deal is at this point. I've heard this shit everywhere I go for two years. I know what the fucking deal is. It, and I'm going to do it because I don't ever want to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. So whatever I can do to stop you from talking to me is, is my goal. But it's also like all it takes is one person of a six talk table to like forget to put their mask on when they get up to take a phone call or they go to the bathroom and then they, sure. they're putting it on halfway through the dining room. And then it's sort of taken as like. This is an attack on my policy. You have disrespected me in my house. So now I have to And I will disrespect you. you in your house. It ain't a problem. You. I'm talking about you, Jason. <laughs> I'm in your house right now. I'm ready to disrespect. I've been I've been building with a lot of restaurateurs lately. Shout outs to Uncle Polly, you know, <laughs> the team over at GG's, Al and them. Who we else? we had a big we did have a big um the activation was really a fella's night, which I, I think I needed that. We needed that. We'll we'll get into that. Oh, I'm in sorry. I'm but sorry. But before that, we're I was sort of talking. I've talked to my brother who's worked in the restaurant industry for a long time, and a common sentiment now that time has sort of passed, and everyone is sort of very very cautious about you know lawsuits and woke stuff. Of course, and blah blah. You know, you traumatize me. And, if uh, you if you misgender your bus boy. <laughs> I don't want to see the legal. I'm bills. not even talking about the gendering, but what are just we talking more, about? Just more so like everyone has their own definition of, uh, you know, a toxic environment. Sure. Of and course. If somebody, you know, you could just be a, an employee who shows up on heroin every day. And if you get fired because you're on heroin on the job, you can be like, well, I, I think I got fired because, you know, the owner was trying to hit on me mm-hmm. and he, you know, and so you, your word, I rebuffed the owner's advances and, now I'm being fired because I wouldn't dick him down in the walk-in. Right, which is a which is a great progress for our society and culture that these things are happening. But it's obviously being taken advantage of and abused of by people with uh, with ill will. So it's very hard to fire somebody now. Yes, it's hard to find good help these days, and it's hard to fire bad help these days. It is one thousand. Thank God that our small business is just a, a two-member LLC. Make you know sure what I mean? you don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I every morning I wake up, thank God that I don't have any employees mm-hmm. other than myself. Well, I, I unfortunately do have some employees, mm-hmm. um, yourself, um, and you know, a few other people. And I've got a gun to your head, brother, but you but go ahead and try to fire me. Luckily, I'll, I'll pull up the photos. I could see you trying to fire me and then being like, actually, bro, could I like, could I hold 10 bands for the retain <laughs> the lawyer? Like, I, I, I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't got that right it's now. It's just fair. There's actually, I know you don't watch succession, but there's sort of, in the middle there's a scene 
going on where the the father and the son are sort of fighting one person has has left the family and they're yeah. going up to they're going against and so they're gathering dirt on each other as like their little ace in the hole in case something bad goes south and then they're like one of the the son and Kieran Culkin they I guess they had like a bachelor party in New Orleans 15 years ago and they drunkenly paid a homeless guy a unhoused person to get the guy's initials tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> so, uh, I don't even know why I brought that. So up. they're trying to bury that. So yeah, they're trying to bury that, and and they're like, they're like, well, they bring him in, and they're like, we'll give you, you know, obviously if we can use this, like we'll we'll pay you, kind of thing. And he shows up, and he's got bangs on, and he moves his hair aside, <laughs> and the tattoo has been lasered off, and then Culkin is is going in an inch away from the forehead. He's like, I can make out a K and you can kind of see it looks exactly like a a laser tattoo that has needs two more sessions. That's really funny. He's like, I'm going to ask you a question. I'll I'll throw out a number. I'm just going to say a number million dollars. Do any photos exist from the earlier times? (laughs) But anyway, so like when you have a restaurant and you have an employee and it could be an amazing employee, but this one employee might not be, in tune with your mm-hmm. with your policy on covid like you might be an owner of a business that's a little more chill or a little mm-hmm. more regular not shout out to all our local infrared sauna places <laughs> you guys fucking hate masks and that's why we come pay 30 dollars to sweat in your establishments but you know it's a it's a scale no it's of a course, spectrum of, course, of, of course. how you know how precautious you are and how yeah. lax you are and you know being somewhere healthily in the middle is good and you could be an owner who's like you know I, i'm not doing anything wrong but I'm not being like a psycho Nazi about it. And you could have your maitre d, as it were, mm-hmm. be super terrible at it or mm-hmm. super insane about it mm-hmm. to the point where your customer base is like, love the food, love yeah. the vibe, but I'm never going back there again because I feel like I'm... Yeah, Ashley was Ashley was wearing two masks and rubber gloves to hand me a, a QR code and it just <laughs> felt a little... It was a little much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... It was a little much. This is not a sexy. Yeah, this is not, this a, not a sexy. sexy it's, it's not a sexy environment. Every time I went to the bathroom, I got yelled at. So it was kind of not. It wasn't sexy mm-hmm. tonight. No, I mean it is. It is hard to fire people, and I do think that I feel for all the restaurant tours out there because you know employees suck, man. And if you can't fire them, what's the fun of having them? And you know, I can't help but think this is just you know the disintegration of the middle class once again. You know, we're trying. Are to you rem- saying? Are you saying? And I don't mean to bring it up, but it sounds like a Biden's America situation. This, you know, these wheels have been turning long yeah. before we were even born. But that's you know, true. That's true. I, I, the automation I, and the removal of of the workforce mm-hmm. being replaced by, you know, faceless Uber delivery. So let's blame let's blame drones a classic stuff. Bezos and maybe Musk. Let's throw him in there as well. Yeah, they're they're creating an environment to where I can't wait to get out to restaurants and have life be back to normal again. And I want to go to the movies and the club, and I want to go to my music. don't go to the movies. I want to go to my music festivals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, we're gonna make it so bad that. The only place that you're going to want to hang out in is the metaverse. It's not going to be as good as going to a restaurant, I see. you know, eating dinner on your couch because. So you're saying instead of going to Dave and Buster's with Travis Scott, I should just get into the metaverse thing. Instead of going to the strip club with Drake, just seconds after a bloodbath happened, you were going to have to go onto you know one of your cam girl sites instead, and it'll and you oh. can hit a button and give them tokens. 
instead of a uh, throwing a bunch of honestly dollar bills with Usher's face on it instead. It's honestly this NFT shit is so fucking torched. I can't every time I see what does this it, have to do with NFTs because it's just I mean, more online bullshit. It's just like I see I I just keep seeing people post them. Is this and I'm like because you're a member of the gallerist community and you hate to see the physical space of art. Need, I mean yes mean and like no, this? but I just honestly I haven't seen a single NFT where I'm like. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Every single one is bad. Every one I've seen is bad. I mean, most physical paintings are bad as well. Yeah, but I, I feel like there's... But you're a, not a digital cat. No, but I think that the reason I see paintings I like is because there are gatekeepers in place that have good taste that mm-hmm. I also align with, and I can go to their gallery and see what I want to see. Look, you know, when did art get invented? Jason, I don't know. I have the answer to that. 70,000 BC. So you're saying, you're saying that, that this is just the reinvention of the medium? I'm saying the be- we're, in the, we're in the infantile stages of this art form, so there hasn't been enough time to, form. to set up these. Yo, buy this butterfly for a milli, dog. <laughs> I mean, honestly, everybody's such a... Gr- I'm, anybody there, I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is there are going to be amazing gatekeepers and galleries you can't, you can't, that have a... No, that's the problem with the internet. You know what I mean? It's it's killing. I can set up a website, themjeans.nft gallery, and they'll be like, I don't know NFTs. I don't have time to sort through all the thousands of them on the internet. TJ, I love his taste in NFTs. Yeah, but so the, I'm gonna the go problem to is place. with NFTs is that you can sort it's like sorting through a million bad NFTs and picking a hundred bad NFTs to put on your website doesn't make good NFTs appear. That's the issue. Hmm. What do you mean by that exactly? Expand I mean that they're all bad. So you can curate <laughs> as many as you want. And I'm I, the thing is, I know a lot of people who've made a lot of money, and I think it's very cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's very cool to make a million dollars on some ugly-ass shit you made in Photoshop that took you 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But the thought of buying that is truly I, mind-boggling. Oh, I agree. Mind-boggling. And they're all ugly. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen one where I'm like, oh, okay. No, I mean, almost all of them are so it's atrocious it's crazy but it's i want everybody to get as rich as they can off this stuff because this is the world that we live in and you will benefit from having this knowledge and being early that is true but you know could you compare that to when let's say like computers and the internet first came out and you began seeing google yahoo you know i mean Netscape. sure you, you, like if, i mean like, let's say you're 56 years old in in 1995 and you see yahoo stock go for sale or you know let's say apple stock when apple first comes out and you're like this there's like this thing that my kid uses to type and this stock is worth 13 dollars like only what is this i think there's obviously parallels there but i also think that this is not no one is saying at least no one that has a brain is like this is going to change the world Right. You know what I mean? Whereas the internet, yeah. people are like, this is going to change the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw that clip of David Bowie where he's talking about the internet, the classic one, where he's like, yeah, this shit's big time, guys. Like, mm-hmm. we need to pay attention here. This is going to be sick. But no, I, I just think it's not... I, I know what you're saying, and there is... I see how you can compare it, but I just don't think that... This is a novelty, basically. Because this doesn't serve the greater good. This literally makes dorks rich. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't serve the greater good. Like, my dad is never going to care about NFTs. My dad uses oh, the internet every day. And he's 66 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just can't be compared. But, you know, if you want to, you know, put some, um, you know, cartoons in your in your digital gallery, who am I to stop you? you know? <laughs> but the problem is people who are, you know, 25 years old now, all they know are cartoons and digital art and internet art. 
Totally. And that's what they consider to be, you know, their favorite form of it. And then a lot of them became very wealthy in this sort of intangible fake digital currency. Totally. So that's the other thing. Like, I'm going to buy this thing for 5,000, you know, quote unquote doll hairs. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 2.189 ETH. Your life doesn't change when you buy this thing that could essentially change your life. Well, you sit I, on I, this for five years and sell it for $5 million. That's real. If you're really buying art, you want to be around it unless you're just selling it to make money. So the thought of buying something that's a JPEG that you keep on your desktop versus hanging it somewhere in your house or your office mm -hmm. is truly backwards well, as far as appreciating the art itself. In the future, we won't have houses or offices. That's we, right. We will all be in the in the metaverse. That's right. And we will have you. You get to invite a badass digital bitch to your house, <laughs> and you say, "Go into my hey shorty." <laughs> Why don't you mosey on into my digital gallery? When you when you, what are those the the sunken living room spaces? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the conversation pit. Yeah, come into my digital conversation pit. I'll get you. I'll get you a virtual espresso martini. Get you twisted and turned up. And then, do you have to ask for consent in the metaverse? While you're in there, <laughs> while, while you're shaking your digital shaker, and she's sort of mincing around the hallways, she'll be like, "Oh, he's got bored ape." 948 with the gold tooth oh my god this guy's getting fucked mm -hmm. tonight the, this the virtual red bottoms are the only thing that stay on <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i think it's a i just i guess also maybe we're i don't i'm not involved in any way but i think a lot of people i know are so i see a lot about it all the time you know what i mean and i've chosen to to keep it moving yeah. i don't i also everybody that's made all this money on in in the in the digital verse i want to i want you to Show me that account balance in cash. I'm tired of seeing screenshots of these digital wallets. I want somebody to have a million dollars in cash and say, I got this from fucking my NFTs. Mm -hmm. But no one takes it out, right? That's the whole thing. Well, some some people do. Some people do. But don't. it's like discouraged, right? The idea is that like we have to keep this rolling. Yeah, but if you make a lot of money, sure, you, know, you, you have make to live $10 on million, it. you'll pull a couple out and buy a house. Um, but I think but like yeah, anything else, I mean, it's because just... Because if you make a million dollars in Ethereum and you sit on it for one year, it could be $60 million, you know? Or it could be zero. Or it could be zero. And that's the thing that I'm... That's my whole thing. But also, thing. I could buy the house next door to me and I could make... A hundred thousand mm dollars -hmm. in profit in a year, or a a catastrophe could happen. Sure, no, of course, no, it's the same. I don't think the risk is. I don't. I'm not even. I don't really care about the risk. I think it's just. Um, I think that people. I, I'm sure there's so many brilliant minds involved in this stuff. That's not you know it really, truly though. There's like a yeah. bunch of fucking dorks that understand this in a way that I never will. But I'm also just like, I I I mean, it can crash just like anything else, which I'm sure mm -hmm. these people are aware of, but I think when you're riding high, that's the last thought in your what, mind. What can't crash? 100%. And also, the, you know, the last point I'll make on this and we can move on to funnier, cooler things is, you know, the young generation, all they do is look at our parents who were like, oh, I bought this house for this much money sure. and I worked a job that made, you know, I made 60 grand a year and I bought a house and we had two cars. We go on vacation every year. And, and, you know, people who are 20 years old are like, I make $300,000 a year. Yeah. I go I to Tulum every month. And I don't have a house. I have a supercar and I live in an apartment with two of my buddies and <laughs> yeah. we have a basketball court in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I get it. But I mean, they can't, they, there's nowhere, there's no way for young people to get wealth and set their life up the way the previous generation has. So they're doubling everything yeah. down onto 
cryptocurrency because it's the only thing they understand and it's the only way out that they can see. Sure, know? sure, sure, sure. And Just like playing basketball or TikTok. Those are the only ways you can get rich nowadays. Thank God. Well, luckily we found podcasting. Mm. And we're keeping the middle class alive. Or if you're already famous, start a podcast and you can make a... It's exactly. A, a, yeah, if you're already famous... Great revenue stream. You know, you can definitely make money podcasting. Otherwise, good luck. Yeah. So that's our show. Thanks, guys. NFT Corner. This is Scott Galloway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look hot. I'm 70. <laughs> Fucking dork. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we should talk about our... I mean, we got straight off the plane and went to an activation, though. I mean, it's it's just yeah, chore is over, and we're we're acclimating back into high society. I wish the, I wish I could say the Grussell stopped, but it honestly hasn't. No, I still have more work. I'm I'm working nonstop for the next few few days, and then hopefully I'll mm-hmm. be able to finally kick my Timberlands up and get a little r and r no of course i i wouldn't i mean i go to new york i feel like a california raisin i don't i can i can't drink enough water i still wake up feeling so dehydrated i actually feel that way too and i'm not i'm not even drink alcohol but i'm going to new york tomorrow so that it really you know it doesn't stop baby uh the delta diamond plan it sucks the moisture out of you but it it fills it up with with biscoff and and i've replaced all water in my body with biscoff it's actually it's working surprisingly well thank you behind me (laughs) <laughs> on the last plane i just remember this she was she was just like a like a big like new york jewish lady kind of person a big mama what She's would you call a jewish big mama um it's a great question uh, <laughs> big mama's you know big mama's a favorite of yours and i, I just think okay you, you know okay you know uh, a good a good guy in the jewish culture is a mensch yeah this bitch is a munch <laughs> big munch big munch She's so got, she pulled out her Sedell's platter on the plane, or was she doing something? crumbs all over. So was she doing something else, or was she eating the, the no, bagel, like the locks? They, they come down. They come down with the car. What do you know? Do you want a snack? Do you want? Sure. So basically, at this point, you know, it's just like they would. If you're in first class, you they bring you a basket. You have some kettle chips, and you have some cookies and cracker. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. But now, if you're in coach or comfort plus or whatever, they're just like. Almonds are cookies. <laughs> yeah. Almonds are cookies. Almonds are cookies. It's like they're on Almonds repeat. are cookies. Almonds it's the are cookies. CD is scratched. And then, so literally every single person down every row, you know, the 200 people on this plane, almonds are cookies. I'll take the almonds. I'll take the cookies. I'll, can I get one of each? Is that bad? Yeah. Can I get two of them? And then gets to this lady and she's like, what do you have in a nut? <laughs> and, she, and they're like, almond. And they're like, mmm. I'll take a, I'll take a Bischoff. Ooh. called the biscoff a bischoff that's that's kind of a power move what but i just you know it, it, i felt like i was watching like it was like george costanza level i feel like she was like, i feel what like do you have in a nut i feel like, like she was we're on a we're, you're an economy on a plane in 2021 you will you will take any you're, you're lucky we got anything <laughs> i, I think we got I, ice I, in these cups i could see i can see i think that the <laughs> we have we have some marconas Sourced from Fog Hollow, Frog Hollow Farms, they're dusted in lavender. We also, <laughs> I could, I could just. There are, there is a certain kind of person you 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 encounter on a plane that thinks it's the eighties. 
Mm-hmm. Like they think they're about to get a fucking beef stroganoff in economy and have a couple of vodka tonics and they're not going to have to pay for it. And they're just kind of like complain that it's not a highball. Yeah, they're kind of like, what? And I'm like, bro, you paid one hundred fifty dollars for this ticket. Like they can't. Did you wake up from a time capsule? Like, do you, you know how a coma since 1959? They just eat their almonds, pull out a cigarette, start smoking. <laughs> those are, well, those, those people are the reason why every time in 2021. When you get your plane ticket, it still says this is a non-smoking flight. Mm-hmm. Like fucking no shit. And then that's why they tell you every five every minutes, five minutes, don't smoke in the plane. You I'm, can't smoke on like who is really doing that? Nowadays? I think that Big Munch was looking to f- polish off her latkes and light up a Marlboro Gold. I feel like one of these internet YouTube pranksters. They should do that. I mean, I'm sure they have. I'm they sure just be like LOL, OMG reaction vid. <laughs> I, sm- I smoked a camel crush. What happened on, to our boy? On what, an American Airlines What happened flight? to, ooh, he's stealing? <laughs> What's his name? He's smoking. He would have he smoked a blunt on a Southwest flight, for sure, for the video. And then get, like, tackled and arrested when mm-hmm. they, like, land the plane mm-hmm. to get him off. No, but we're, we're back in L.A., it's fucking 90 degrees. It's bu- it's beautiful, honestly. You believe in global warming yet, Chris? I've always believed in global warming actually. Mm. Yeah, I I'm I'm a I'm very I mean, I hate Greta Thurberg, but I believe in global warming. I ru- I always I'm always freezing. So, global warming has been a little bit of a blessing for me, and because of my my height and alcohol and I'm cigarette cold. consumption, I'm going to die at the perfect point before it melts. Well, well, before it gets to the point where it's like ininhabitable, it's nice that you don't yeah dystopian Earth. It's nice because like I I run a little bit hot, so you get to use their mez blanket when we go out to eat, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. I'm like, oh my god, I'm cold, and you just kind of throw it over. You're your like I'm freezing, thighs. and then you pull it out of your you pull it out of your boat boat and tote, and mm-hmm. I'm like you didn't bring it. You oh my god, you're so thoughtful. <laughs> you knew I was gonna be cold. This, I love you. This Chris, <laughs> this is why. This- <laughs> <laughs> he said yes uh but we yeah we got straight off the plane and then the next night we had to hightail it over to beautiful pasadena mm-hmm. right by the rose bowl where you can see me djing with mia in may of 2020 <laughs> may of 2023 or 2022 2022 okay you and mia b2b it's me, the Stones, BTS. No one on the Crystal corner. Castles, no one on the corner has swagger like us. That's for fucking sure. So yeah, we're we're right over there, beautiful neighborhood over mm. at over at PN Davide's house, mm-hmm. celebrating the world of men's fashion. Yeah, we're celebrating Kendall the- Jenner's. Forward. For, forward men, no vows. Don't get it twisted. Which is apparently a website that sells men's clothing. Which is I've never heard of it, but. They paid for a very nice meal, mm-hmm. and it was a. They had hired like a a Hollywood level prop stylist to really kit out the grounds of the pad. Oh yeah, and they they did something that there was a controversial. They laid down a bunch of rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it wasn't gravel and it wasn't boulders, but it was about a one inch, maybe a three quarter inch. But it felt like you were on it, it, it felt international listeners Italian. It felt Italian, but like the, all the, all the grounds were covered in in small small stones. Well, there wasn't gravel. grass; there was rock. And I liked it, but mm. I think a lot of people have a little tough time with that because, first of all, the dogs and the and the cats and stuff they don't know how to handle. Well, them. I was wearing heels, so it was kind of I was sinking a little. It's tough in a heel, yeah. and I mean, my heart goes out to you. My Manolos have gonna have to go to the doctor after. But that. I kind of I, I kind of liked it because I have more of a ski shoe sized shoe. So you get more support. Well, 
it was just like you know the bigger the surface area the sure. easier sure 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 but I, I mean i i thought it was it was um so it was catered by uh big boy evan funky of, of the show funk man evan funky big funk man of of the felix trattoria which mm-hmm. is in the worst neighborhood in la so i've only been once um mm-hmm. Do they have parking out there? Or is it kind of like you got to just like leave your car and run? They might. <laughs> they might have valet. I'd be nice. I, just, I saw a funny. I forgot what it was. I think maybe it was, it was Alex Two Tone posted a photo of it was like a photo in Venice Beach of a of a Tesla on bricks because <laughs> it stole the fucking wheels. And I was like, that's the most Venice photo I've ever seen. That's really life. funny. Which is like, that's exactly what you want, you know? A hundred percent. But the dinner, so the dinner was attended by all of the LA luminaries. I mean, we had... Male, male only. Male, male only. This was a dicks out event, guys. Mm-hmm. This was real smoking cigars, drinking brandy, hugging a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like talking about <laughs> women and football and cars and mm-hmm. stuff. Watches. Like, yeah, what watch do you have? Yeah, what G-Wagon do you have? You know? <laughs> It felt cool. Uh-huh. Felt very cool to be like around some real men because we're around. You know, we're we're not the around. only TV show because like when you go out to dinner with the with the balls and chains is the battle axes. You're like, oh my god, have you seen blah blah blah? Have you seen yeah. this? The only show they're like, you watch Yellowstone. <laughs> Yeah, shit's, shit's fire. The only TV show we talked about is... That's all we're going to talk about. Yeah, we talked about guns, Yellowstone, cars, watches, mm-hmm. cigars. You know, it was sick, man. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it put a little hair on my chest, if I'm being honest with you. It would be cool. Not a mention of Odinki, though. No, no, no. Because this is real watch shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I mean, we had all our favorites there. Yeah, Al, who who owns Gigi's, one of one of our favorite local watering holes. We had... Uncle Polly, the streetwear deli to the gods, mm-hmm. our man. Not I mean, only a restaurant, but a brand as well. And he was also, he looked nice because I've never seen Uncle Polly kind of polished. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Polish. He's been hitting the undefeated gym. He's so looking he's good. He had his he had his Gaia cashmere hat quarter zip on. And I said, bro, what church are you going to tonight? <laughs> Say, oh, fuck you, man. Hey, man. Fuck you. <laughs> this fucking guy. You see what this, this fucking, fucking guy? You come to Queens, it's it, you're dead. Um, who else was there? I mean, we had all all the homies. Justin Chung, Justin shot Chung us for our, our anchor, photographer Spotify to the camera. stars. Uh, yeah, John Teets from GQ was there. Who else was there? Uh, Big uh, TD. Um, a fucking Tremaine was there. Uh, mm, Big Denim in the building. Big Denim was in the building. Good. it felt it felt like um, you know, like nowadays they have like like baby showers uh-huh. and bachelorette parties and bachelor parties that are mm-hmm. like unisex, like yeah. those those like moments where you have the separation of have of been the killed two, of the two traditional by wife guys, the two wife traditional guys. genders. Exactly. If we oh. want to, if we want to use that language, we don't. But but those sort of you know, I I'm call me old fashioned, but I I think that every once in a while the people of the same that's right sex it's yeah. healthy for the you know locker rooms yeah gyms all that stuff uh-huh. to to speak openly with your bros mm-hmm. and the opposite for the females mm-hmm. you know and i'm sure eventually there will be mm-hmm. non-binary spaces as well and mm-hmm. all the all the flavors and the colors but you know you can't go to a baby shower anymore where it's just the ladies drinking. No, there's rose. a bunch of guys dressed in blue you know <laughs> hoping for a boy there's you a know? bunch of wife guys you know <laughs> They fucking they bring a pinata that that explodes. You know what I mean? It kills somebody. And they're like, the guys are kind of they're they're getting a little anxious back there. And they're like, what's wrong? Like, I think they there there's like a cornhole issue. Like we need to, or maybe the 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 bathtub full of IPAs sprung a leak or something like that. Like you, it's 
we need to just be like, you go be with y'all. And you know what I liked us. about this this event too. There was, I mean, there was a. War, uh, we, need, a we need more segregation in the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jace, that's the platform for you to stand. On. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And oh, and and fine Italian cashmere Can culture do exactly still has the cojones yeah. to say let's do this. Because luckily, I was able to to borrow the Alfa Romeo, so we drove that down. We really, Jason was chomping on a cigarello, um, mm-hmm. drinking his Aperol spritz, and there was also there was a. Award-winning sommelier, but you know what I noticed that was nice is that I think and these some of these guys party. At least they were telling me stories. Like it sounds like they've done. It, you know what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it felt like a. Hey, you it, need a bump. Hey, you need a bump, hey, you, tired. Oh, you, t- you need something. <laughs> uh, but it felt like uh, it felt like nobody got nobody got fucked up. Nobody was twisted. It was it was normal behavior. Maybe yeah. it was that beautiful al dente. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping the stomach lined. Maybe I'm, it was the maybe it was the. I mean, air fluffy light focaccia i think i i don't know if it, it wasn't it wasn't for lack of trying though no because, that's my thing because that award-winning sommelier food and wine magazine was um, pouring th- there's some hefty pours there was aperol spritzes to welcome us uh-huh. powered by aperol uh-huh. drink responsibly <laughs> and then we had we got peronis white wine orange wine pit nut, red wine we Every every time I looked, food and wine was filling up one of my five cups. Yeah, chain smoking. Yeah, chain drinking. Yeah, I sat next to two vegetarians when the family style, um, <laughs> uh, matriciana pasta dropped, and I was like, and I I did that thing in like a Friends TV show or a cartoon where you take your plate and you move it out of the way and you put the whole yeah. serving platter in front yeah, of you. you LOL. Yeah. and the, literally I kept eating it off that serving platter until one of the wonderful servers just grabbed it off of my... He was like, we're done here. I have to eat something tonight, too. <laughs> He's like, look, the tiramisu is dying on the line. I was, I was most excited for the, not getting any for the past pizza at the beginning. It was a little hot to eat standing, but luckily I was able to have at least a slice to kind of... Tray past pizza is a little tough like that you know because well you've never you've never been you didn't grow up like davide you know that's how we eat it over there yeah you eat it you just a bunch of guys gather on on stone uh-huh. and then you kind of do a wide stance guy fighty style <laughs> yeah, so you don't because some of that drip any moss on your baroncini oil could drip onto your your george cox's could get oiled if you don't watch it you try to get a little mozzarella juice out of those suede loafers. Oh, I mean, that's you're Good fucked. Luck. You're basically fucked. You're so done you got, for. But you got to eat it outdoors. You got to do a, mm-hmm. a little bit of a full. When I was a kid, we would take our Vespas up to the highest point, mm-hmm. you know, and we would get off and we would all just stand in a circle. Like you said, like a nice wide stance. Circle jerk style. Exactly. And we would just eat our pizza and kind of talk about life. Wide leg stance with the pizza. Under the lemon trees. You know, the sun is setting. You know, I, I didn't know what an Aperol was at the time. Sure. Um, how could you have but you, you didn't know, even know what fungi was i didn't even i was i was new to fungi but yeah it was it was nice to be back in la and at a, at a men's event a men's group <laughs> at a, a men's group event in pasadena uh and you know the party just continues jason i, I don't i don't know about you but i feel like li- we're living life 100 miles at a time right now and i need to stop no come on bro are, are you not built for this yeah, I'm built for this, but every year that passes, uh-huh. you get less built for it. Well, I mean, you could be I, built for tough, but eventually. I have an idea for you. There's something we ideated last night with, the with friend of the show, Emily Oberg. Cocaine gummies. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's all these. It's so popular. Your weed gummies. Everybody's into gummies. Uncle Paulie's talking about how he loves gummies. We got mushroom gummies. Mushroom now. gummies. Who's going to make cocaine gummies? 
That somebody, I'm giving this idea away for free because obviously I'm sober. I'm in the community. Jason can only do a little bit of coke, or he gets a little weird. Well, so you know, th- there's one issue that I see is typically cocaine is ingested nasally. Yeah, and obviously you can put a little bit, you know, pardon the pun, a gummy of it. On, that's what know, that's what the brand's going to be called. It's going to be called Gum Dash Y. Oh, G U M M Dash Y. Okay, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. But then, so are you going to get the same effect ingesting it orally versus Bro, this is a classic parachute situation? Same idea. Yeah, because and, and I mean, what, what who amongst fl- us hasn't accidentally eaten a decent amount of cocaine? Yeah, if you, I mean, yeah, I'm like a dog when it comes to eating cocaine. I find it on the floor. I don't get. Oh! I don't get. Oh, Chris has got into it again. Yeah, I, I haven't. <laughs> Your dog eats shoes. My dog eats cocaine. When you um, when you snort cocaine, you get higher than when you eat cocaine. Sure. But when I, when I have accidentally eaten cocaine, they're like, "That wasn't Molly or whatever it is. That wasn't fentanyl. That wasn't <laughs> ketamine. Any of the drugs that I do all the time." That was cocaine, but and then I'm like, and then they're like, Jason, what do you have to say for yourself? My mouth is so numb. I'm just like, I can't even talk. But the idea, I mean, look, it's a little bit of a Bell's palsy situation. But if you're snorting cocaine, it goes down into your stomach. That's true, but it picks up some friends along the way. I know, but I think there's a way we could do this. And if we have any, um, but also, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right because the post nasal drip is the whole point. When I have, we, I'm a sinus guy. You can tell by my sinusy nasal Mm -hmm. drone. But if I'll do if I do a bump of ket, as I do before I do my chores or whatever, and I'm I have a, a particularly allergy ridden day where my sinus passage I didn't have time to do a neti pot whatever it could have been oh god um, exo tour life and that nice little nug of of k <laughs> could could live inside of my skull for twenty minutes mm. up to before that's your time release I see yeah before I even <laughs> yeah that's my. I got That's it. my content. So I think if we have if we have anybody listening, we need a cocaine dealer and a chemist, and maybe Jason. I, I'm sure you've thought about some flavor profiles because I want these things to not taste like carpet cleaner. You know what I mean? I want these to taste like our friends at Rose. You know, they've got all these wild flavors. You know, shit I don't even understand. I've got a couple ideas. Jason, I want to talk to you today about Timberland Green Stride. Timberland Green Strides. It's a it's a brand new series of boots from the good people over at Timberland. And, and these are not your grandmother's beef and broccoli. This is some new technology. What's going on with them, Chris? Bro, the soles are made from 75% renewable sugar cane and natural rubber. I know you already know this, but it combines eco-consciousness and comfort, which is two things that I'm pretty uh, bullish on. Uh, yeah, you're bullish on eco. I'm bullish on eco, but Timberland Greenstad uses eco-conscious materials to create styles that are both rugged and lightweight. But Jason, let's not forget durable. You know, you can you can really wear these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Seventy five percent renewable sugar cane. I didn't even know you can make shoes out of that. That is that is very sick. I didn't know that either. I learn something new every day. The Green Strides collection. It's part of Timberland's commitment to making more sustainable products in a greener world with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment by 2030. That's less than 10 years. Yeah, if we start now, we're going to make it. Shop the men's and women's Timberland Green Strike collection on Timberland.com. Cop your 75% renewable sugar cane, natural rubber, sole, green stride, Timberlands, and stunt on everyone. I think I will. Okay, we got a partner with Nunchi. What's that? It's a it's a person that makes these little cakes. <laughs> what kind of cakes? It's, and does Nunchi do cocaine? Well, I'm I'm thinking we can get 
Because she makes these cakes that are, they're like these very famous like Instagram cakes. Oh, okay. Kind so of they're like, like gel, ornate. They're, they're, oh. like, they're like a gelatin kind of setting. And they're like, they, she'll do these collabs with, you know, big fashion brands and all that Greg, stuff. I can't wait to see the brain dead cake. So anyway, we can, we're going to be able to do, are you saying we're going to be able to do a gelatinous cocaine cake for your 42nd? Well, I'm saying a gummy is already sort of gelatinous, good point, good and we point. can partner with her, right. and and she'll do like a a perilla leaf sesame pluot cocaine gummy or something. I like really that. love be plu- I love printed. I love pluots SS twenty one. It was really beautiful. I really like what they did. <laughs> pluots, please. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know a little fashion, bro. Come on. That sounds like a good idea because I really think this idea has legs. If we're going to gummify every drug, somebody's got to start on the powders now <laughs> because we've weed cooked. It sounds like mushrooms are basically cooked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once they're, And they're going to be, you know, they're treating people's mental illness with mushrooms. Cocaine, there's absolutely no medical use. It's only for fun. And that's why. No. Cocaine was first. You can still get prescribed cocaine by a doctor. If you're constipated? <laughs> no, I don't know exactly why. Maybe like a mood enhancer? I don't know. I mean, it was one of those like... No, I know. This was... I, I, maybe in the Ukraine where there's no rules. I can, can go to my alchemist No, and, and get heroin. I go to alchemist too. I, I love those fucking dusty beats, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Check out Alchemist Action Bronson in stores now. Chicka, chicka. I can my my my, al, my apothecary alchemist and get a a small amber vial of heroin. <laughs> amber vial. Or, the or vials cocaine. are amber as hell, though. <laughs> well, off top they are amber. As hell. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys, if anybody's interested, if any, if I think any, cocaine was invented by scientists. It, it was. It was. When of your course. wife won't. When your wife isn't fun enough. Oh, okay. Well, I'll make sure to get a nice supply for you then. I think that the um, I think that if we have any cocaine entrepreneurs out there listening, <laughs> let, let us know because we obviously have the we have the promotional availability. We're uh, in a gray area right now. Yeah, we we already talked to Steve at Legally. Tinker, and he was like, "Sorry, bro, I'm kind of above board on this mm-hmm. upper stuff." So we need a, <laughs> we need a cocaine partner. So if anybody out there, I mean, this, the, we we joke, but also like right now. Like when we were in Denver, mushrooms are literally legal. Yeah, you can you can just eat mushrooms in front of a cop, mm-hmm. and no, no one can do anything about it. And because of that, now every state and every you know every company is sort of doing a little bit of a underground kind of skunk works mm-hmm. development. Mm-hmm. In the case that it does eventually become yeah. legal, I did hear I they'll did. be ready. To, they'll be first to market. No, I know. And we Nestle's have to already working. Nestle's, Nestle's working on something already. Nestle's got a blue bottle uh, latte that's going to have uh, mm-hmm. psilocybin in it. <laughs> um, so if we, yeah, it, it's time to get in now. Anybody? Also, if there's investors listening, you know what I mean. We mm-hmm. could probably do this for I don't know three million. You know what I mean? If we could just kind of get it off the ground. Yeah. Take small salaries, of course, because I mean, we can't live on. Because in in the cannabis space as well as the cocaine space, mm-hmm. it's tough to get a small business loan from Chase Bank. That's true. It's actually illegal and impossible. So we will need private funding well, for this well, exciting venture. Well, and I know a lot of VC heads listen to this podcast because you steal our ideas and then invest in them. You hear about all these cool companies we talk about: mm-hmm. Sweet Green, mm-hmm. you know, Tinker, uh, Soft Services, uh, mm-hmm. Brain Dead. You know, what I mean, all these guys are getting investment. Mm-hmm. And it's time for us to to take some equity off the table. <laughs> That's right. We're uh-huh. taking it off the table. And this isn't for my men's nail polish startup. That's coming soon. <laughs> Shit. This is for the the cocaine gummies that are gonna that are gonna touch touch stores very soon. Damn. Because I do know some people at Target. 
<laughs> so we're thinking big over here at How Long Gone, as always. No, that's going to be exciting to our future shareholders. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, so now that now that Britney Spears is free, hold on one second quickly about this. Oh yes, yes. People care more about this than things that actually matter. It's it's kind of insane. What's an example of something that is more important to you than Britney Spears, but is getting less? Coverage. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, food insecu- trouble in the Middle East. Food insecurity, trouble in the Middle East, global warming, anything, COVID. Anything, anything. I don't know. It's it's just. I mean, of course, I want Britney Spears to be free of the tyranny of her redneck father. Mm-hmm. But the way people talk about it is twisted. I think it's because their personal connection with Britney Spears, yeah. depending on what age you are and how gay you are, yeah. is something more powerful than your own family. Like no, somebody would yeah. be like, "All right, gun." I have a gun with one bullet. I have your family and Britney Spears. Who am I shooting? And they're like, sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Baby, one more time was a sexual awakening. (laughs) I just, I honestly think it's like, it's getting insane. It's like insane. It's like truly like the way people talk about it is like, like they're like, they've had a how long gone cocaine gummy is honestly what it feels like. It's just like, I guess when people like, you know, Amanda Knox or any of these people who are like, I was in jail for 10 years or like, you know, like I was held captive by a sexual prison, you know, whatever, like all these really bad things versus obviously Brittany had a terrible situation, but she was also like eating sugar fish in a mansion every day. Still, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that what she went through was terrible. It's just gotten, it's just like, it's, it's gotten out of, and now she's got this boyfriend who's gay. Mm-hmm. And Alex sent me one of his Instagram. She's like, he's, he's gay, right? He's literally dressed up like Santa and talking about how like Santa's coming this year and it's going to be different. Do you expect and, Brittany's husband to not be gay though? No, I just don't. I just don't. I, I just, the way that people care about this is it just seems it seems like weird mm-hmm. it's just a little weird it's still you know these celebs are the last thing that we really have to grasp onto. no and but, i saw but to your point i was bringing it up because you know she was emancipated i guess whatever it was earlier this week and i was predicting could be a high thought but i was predicting like there will go. be a national kind of day of remembrance kind of like you know the 9-11 like a 9-11 or a Juneteenth or a Civil War, mm-hmm. you know, the day that... Columbus the, Day, your favorite. The, the day that the the South did not rise again, whatever it is, you know. I like to talk about that. End of the Vietnam War, what you know, uh-huh. all these all these things, will we, not we, as in you and I, but, you know, a certain subsect of the world, mm-hmm. will they se- celebrate this day for decades to yeah, come? Yeah, I think there's, the a, I think there's thousands free. and thousands of corny gay men that will celebrate this like it's a national holiday. But how are they going to celebrate it? You know what I mean? I mean, who knows, man? I mean, I'm sure like a Other dance party, gummies. a dance party where they all dress up like Britney and they only listen to Britney. <laughs> it's just also, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, it, we're going to go, everyone go around the room and tell us, <laughs> tell us like one moment where Britney being free changed your life or something like that. You know, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad. And I, I it's just... It's going to be a good for West Hollywood nightclubs, though. 100%. If you own a West Hollywood nightclub, I would start gearing up now. Mm-hmm. Um, pick the day, kind of get the promoters in line. <laughs> make sure the CDJs are oiled. Get ahead of it early. Yeah, get ahead of it. But, I mean, yeah, it's been... It's, it's pretty twisted how crazy people are about it. But 
I've um, luckily never watched a documentary about it because I don't care. Mm-hmm. And but I also am happy that she is free. Yeah, but uh, and I'll, like and it's I'll, cool. It's important that she's free. I just think it's like get a life. Mm-hmm. But now you know that's sort of looking backwards. But looking forwards, what is the future of Britney going to hold for us? Is she just going to be like I'm free now and I can finally be a mom and just live my idyllic life in silence and solitude and raise my family, or is is she going to be like all right? back to work no she's not going back to work i don't think she i, I mean or maybe. will she be very choosy and selective with her projects and she finally gets to do something that she wants to do i don't know if we want that well <laughs> i'm saying i want to a and r her her next oh, here, oh, here's here what go. i want you think you're you think you're think okay so you think you're gonna be able to pick beats for her basically no, it's more of a Quincy Jones style executive production mm-hmm. where it's because Dua Lipa wouldn't return your calls. So this is the best you got. It's a bird's eye view on a I whole see. project and less of just sending her some dope beats. But you're going to plug in your favorite producers, you know, to no, kind of no, get no, the I sound have an right idea for a project. OK, Oh, like a full a tip to tail. Listen, OK, I'm sorry. So over the years, the Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas thing has been going on for far too long uh-huh you know that's one thing that everyone is just like so obsessed with every year you know the day after halloween every radio station plays it on repeat and the you see the the graph of the spotify streaming numbers go up every year and like yeah, I mean, she makes like 10 million a season just on that or something right. is always what people tell you but i cannot hear that song a single time anymore and it's just like an idiot anthem at this point for people whose brains just ain't working no more. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying we need a new whatever that is for the new generation. And is I'm, Lord not available? <laughs> Lord's not going to cut it. No disrespect to Lord A. We need a duets, Christmas duets album, Brittany and Lana. Are they not the same person at this point? <laughs> Are they roommates? Only one of them is an industry plant. You choose. You choose. I like this idea. I just I we're gonna need somebody to write these songs though. You no, know I mean? all the songs already exist. Oh oh you don't want an original. They just do Santa Baby, All I Want for Christmas. This is a good right idea. Christmas. All, that would do so big. And then you you do uh you do a Hulu or a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. All well, I can't wait. I'm gonna come, be watching a few few of those this week because we got the Adele special time on CBS and then uh <laughs> A kid named Scott, I believe, the Kid Cudi special, which I can't wait to watch. So, is that on Peacock? What is that going to be on? He, I think it's Amazon. I'm sure he got a million dollars to talk about the thing. That kid what C- happens on this special? Kid Cudi needs to understand that wearing a dress, if you look, if it's if it doesn't look cool, it's just bad. It's you're not. You're. Not, I don't understand what he's trying to do. Like I don't understand what the what what the point is. He just doesn't. It doesn't look cool. He's being punk as fuck. But he's not because he only is doing it for attention. Like, there's no other reason to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, to wear a wedding dress. Like, first Why does of all, any girl wear a pretty dress? Dennis Rodman did it first and better in a time where it was actually, like, pretty crazy. He paved the way for kids named Cuddy to yeah. also wear dresses yeah. and be... But Kid Cuddy's, I, I just, Kid Cuddy's seeping back in. I'm not happy about it. We need to plug this hole. I recent spe- I, I just saw a photo of like his Met Gala look where he's wearing those clear Jinko pants and, mm-hmm. the, and the fuzzy blue... Mm-hmm. Um, bluey sweater, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Bro, he just always he always on? he looks bad every time I see him. Like every outfit is worse and worse." We need to get him a Heron Preston tuxedo. You know what? 
if we if we got him on some cocaine gummies, got his head on straight again. That's what he needs because he was the liquid cocaine guy. And if you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I that's what I told the cops too. That was, it was liquid cocaine. <laughs> Is that Dasani? No, bros, liquid cocaine, sir. That doesn't exist. You're like you don't know who the people <laughs> I hang out with are. I'm We've a kid named Cuddy. You don't know what I'm capable of. My scientists have made it liquid. Do you know how many pairs of Jordans I have? Well, speaking of Jordans, I just saw a recent film trailer. Oh yeah. For Disney has a new offering into the cinematic universe. It's a remake of Cinderella involving sneaker culture called Sneakerella. <laughs> Honestly, it's so good. It's so cool. It's unbelievable that it's real, but it's so cool. So yeah, when when you hear the word Sneakerella, what does that what does that do to your brain? I it actually I will say I think the title's powerful because it takes me right where I need to go. I knew exactly what it was. Okay, yeah, I mean it's all there. It's all there. I mean it, it's it's a think combination salt and of Peppa's Spinderella is like these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. Here we go again, Michael Eisner. I'm calling your ass. Fucking with my IP. <laughs> I think it's I think it's the 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 perfect combination of two of my favorite interests: uh, classic Disney films mm-hmm. and Jordan twos. So I'm I'm really happy that it's all kind of coming together. Yeah, I mean it's it's I think it's great to see all these remakes featuring a more diverse mm-hmm. cast of characters like the Wonder Years television show is now all black people mm-hmm. and I was like that's a cool idea and I heard it was good. Executive produced by Chris Rock, I think. Oh, is that right? I think. Not Fred. I'm hopefully Fred Savage. You know Savage, Savage is getting a check off it. Savage is Savage is making more money in Hollywood than anybody. Director. 21. Huge, huge director. No, he's great. Lots of voiceover work as well. Shit. Okay. Yeah. The guy can't stop working. No, he can't. Okay. He's like The Rock. He never fucked Winnie, but he's making money, so I guess that's good. Winnie got thick. Not in a good way. Oh, Winnie thicky? I think she she probably didn't age that, that well. No, that. Savage still looked 19. Savage looks pretty good. He really does. Probably got a small dick. But anyway. But so they're, they're like, but unfortunately, <laughs> movies like these, they just feel like a focus group. AI algorithm of just like we need to do this, we need to do this, we uh, bro, need to do this. A movie about, yeah, I mean, a, a movie Cinderella has, with like sneakers. The, the the trailer has very like Virgil like shoe curation where it's like a, a young teenager who's like, I'm gonna start making my own shoes, but oh. but he's he's like really into shoes. And he's like, I'm gonna make my own shoes yeah. because that's how I'm going to impress this girl. That's like after you heard the first, you know, Cubert scratch routine, you're like, damn, I'm gonna make my own scratch routine. I could I could cut my way into some pussy. I and that's what our young our young main character is doing was with thinking. Sneaks. And and there's a scene where, he, but he's not like making his own shoes. You know, with a sewing machine and stuff like that. Obviously, that's really hard to do. You got to do that in China. He's doing some customization. Yeah, so he'll he'll get some some ones, aka the blank canvas. Yeah, my blank canvas. Yeah, hundred percent crispy pair of ones. And then what if you just threw some splatter paint? Hell on yeah! It? So and he then, he and then Cinderella's the- like, yo, you made these? These are dope. <laughs> <laughs> yo. I'm about to drop down on one knee and top you off. And then a Jason Derulo song kicks in and we're doing a, we have a drone shot from prom. It's all happening. There's definitely a choreographed dance routine at prom when everybody's in the hottest sneaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bro, Cinderella I mean, is going to be wearing this elegant ball gown and then she's going to lift lift the dress up a little bit and it's not going to be some, some you, Manolos. This, this What's sounds like be, Chris. This sounds like this was inspired by Lily Allen at Glastonbury in 2005. Go on. 
prom dress with the Jordans. That's a that's a Lily Allen Ooh. original. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Disney pay up. First one to do it. First one to do it. Lily is the creator of everything. I would have thought it would have been uh, Rosario Dawson or something, but no, Lily did it. Lily did it first. I mean, I, I can't say that for certain, mm-hmm. but for me, Lily did a lot of things first. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I, you know, Jason, direction. thank you for bringing up the movies because uh, okay. I went to the movies uh-huh. and Spencer is the worst movie maybe I've ever seen in a theater. Okay. So we had, we had cinema buff Jacob Gallagher on the show a few episodes ago yeah. and he was mentioning, Hey, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And you're like, sounds good. Well, I'll go check it out. Kristen Stewart. I love, I love yeah. Kristen Stewart. I think she's hot as hell. That's sis right there. That's sis. Literally because we have the same last name. And yeah, and I think if we hung out, she'd probably like me. She would probably, yeah, I'm sure she wants to hang out with you. Um, but the, the, I mean, it's truly the worst we've ever seen. It's like a, it, it's, it's truly the worst we've ever seen. She looks hot in it and mm-hmm. it's, but it's so, it's so, we left, we walked out. How far into the, an hour in, it's probably two hours. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking around because I'm like, this is the corny shivers. I'm looking around. Everybody's like chewing their popcorn, like transfixed. How, how full was the theater? Not, not, not full. Really? 75%. Because it's not, it's not like a big movie, right? No, it's a big movie. Is it? Okay. They pushed it pretty hard. I mean, it's also like L.A. I think people just go to the movies. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. But it was atrocious. And the, and the, the, the thing I thought about most after leaving was mm. that there were 10 trailers, every one of them worse than the next. Mm. Movies are so fucking bad. I don't know why anyone would expect us to pay money to sit there and watch that. It, it's truly insane how bad they are. Mm. Every single trailer looked like shit. Mm-hmm. every single one what are we going to do how are we going to fix movies as we're winding this podcast down i think i mean i think I, it needs I, more they need more sneakers i i haven't seen dune yet and i know you haven't shit? but i mean uh, that's not your bag of course but part of me is still holding out for like i i should go see that in the theater because then i really will be able to enjoy it you know like if i'm gonna get if i don't I'm mind paying the money mignon, i i should Set up a nice plate in the silverware and, and enjoy it versus eating it. In See, the this is the, the, this is the problem. I think the problem is that we're now because of the entertainment available at home, we're designating things as like theater worthy versus not theater worthy. Yeah. Where I think that the reality is for me, if I want to see a movie that's new, I have to go to the theater mm-hmm. or I will just be on my phone and I won't care or I have yeah. to be on a plane where I'm like, I'm not on my phone. Mm-hmm. That's the real issue. Well, your, your home theater situation is lacking. That's well, why. I mean, it's, I know you they, don't even have a popcorn machine. I know it's fucked up, man. I do have the junior mints in the box, but mm-hmm. I unfortunately was not able to get the popcorn machine. It's a fire hazard. Yeah, I mean, as I mean, I'm sure your attention span because of your cell phone and, and Instagram addiction is is tougher to sit through a two hour film. I just think things aren't that compelling. Is the problem mm-hmm. that don't impress you much? I mean, I'll see Licorice Pizza, even though I've heard it's not good. Do you remember the last movie you loved? No, <laughs> I guess I don't either. I mean, I really there's a movie on on there's a movie on Delta that I'd never heard of. That's like a Jude Law movie where he oh, okay. it's like in the 80s and he's kind of like a rich, but like a little bit of a scammer. And he like moves back to London. Very good movie. And it was beautiful. It was it was cool. Wait, that one. That one is not tennis themed, is it? No, no, no. This is like a newish movie that I'd never heard of. And it was on Delta and a bunch of people I know watching like, yeah, it was good. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this one. You said it's a pretty new one. You said, yeah, yeah, it's it's new. It's in the last year. Don't let me pull up his motherfucking filmography. The God. Okay, 
Judy. Jude, Jude, Jude. The Hat. No. The Third Day. No. New Pope. Rhythm Section. Nest. 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 Uh Uh-huh. The Nest from 2020. Never heard of this film. It's good. Okay, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's, it's it's a it's a plain movie, but it's also good. It's like really beautiful. Like the, I mean, I'd watch Jude Law unclog a toilet. You know what I mean? The, you're telling me, even with no hair, I don't care. <laughs> um, all right, well, all right, well, I'll check out the nest. Yeah, you guys check out the nest. Don't check out Spencer. Um, and uh, just pull it up on one of your websites where it shows cool photos, like stills. Yeah, of we love her stills. looking good and her look- hot. Yeah, that's she looks, the only thing she really. Looks great. Are she there looks any great. hot males in it, or just her? No, I mean the Princess Charles isn't known for his looks. Even the yeah. actors that play him. But on the Crown, he was. Yeah, he's hot. yeah. Like Josh is cool. I think his name is Josh, the actor that played him. Shout out to Brett. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, how long gone? All up in your area. Um, we got a big, big, cool guest this week, don't we? Yeah, let me pull up the fucking G Cal. Unless they cancel. Yeah, they what won't. Can- they won't. Probably won't cancel. Yeah, shit, we do. Yeah, we got. Mm-hmm actors we got we got the new phoebe bridges on our show we got week. yeah we got snail mail Lindsay's coming on the podcast to talk to us about her fantastic new record and mm-hmm. uh you know some other stuff uh actor i was listening to a new record I, i've been rinsing it. i was like this sounds like like garbage like the band yeah. garbage i think that i think way. that might be on purpose too i mean mm-hmm. i think a lot of women musicians Bro, especially you, now like really like garbage really have a reverence for shirley yeah. Uh, and then we we have also a, we're crossing the pond. I mean, we got. I, I'm sorry, I can't. I I can't tease. Chris, stop, stop. I can't, don't make I'm me sorry. pull out the bleep button. Oh, you thought we? Oh, you guys thought we were gonna not maybe publish an issue, uh, an episode because of Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, Speaking of Thanksgiving, watch my Instagram space for some great branded content coming at you this week. We got a lot of great TJ branded content coming at you from multiple sponsors that you guys are familiar with and maybe unfamiliar with. Even the even though the tour is done. The work is not. Damn right it's I have not. a lot of content creation that I am legally bound to create, <laughs> and the deadline is rapidly approaching. The deadline is soon. So I want to give a shout-out to all the chicas at all the creative agencies who hired me five months ago <laughs> to give them these deliverables that have not been done yet, but will be done in the next 48 hours. Well, you guys love the podcast. That's what matters. And also, we uh, we do we do have a bigger announcement later this week um, that, oh. that we will we'll announce on the show but you'll probably see it a few other places um even i don't know what you're talking about that's exactly and that's how i like to keep oh, it fuck. uh how long gone um thank you uh to everyone who came out to the tour it was really fun it was really special and we will be doing something similar again hopefully for a lot more money and a lot bigger crowds um, less city more money bigger crowd exactly Papa that's kind of yeah yeah no x good sex <laughs> no boo <laughs> <laughs> Small circle, no Boston, big checks, no Denver. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Have a great week, and we'll hear you. Uh, carry you. Hear you. Hear you.